Wow. What a win by the Chargers this Thursday in prime time. Very good win. Now, the narrative, of course, is will the Chargers continue their hot streak of winning? And will they win against a very good opponent? Because the talk for most of the season was basically just, hey, the Chargers have never won against any good team. Yeah, they beat the Steelers, uh, but that was a fluke or something like that. But this Thursday night primetime win served as a way of showing the change of the Chargers culture from two years ago, even a bit from last year, to now. They are Super Bowl contenders. And now when I look at both teams, the Chiefs and the Chargers, now, now this game was in Kansas City, so, so so the Chiefs had the home crowd on their side. Chargers, of course, uh, really didn't have any really support in Kansas City, so it was pretty quiet whenever they scored. Um, now, I'm going to run through the Chiefs' primetime wins and losses really quickly so I can show you what I think the flaw in their team is and why I think that they're not a playoff threat as much as people think. Chiefs, primetime win versus the Broncos. I'm, I'm going to go in order of, of how this happened uh, throughout the season. So primetime win versus Broncos, great win. Broncos team, not really that great though. Primetime loss versus the Patriots though. That's bad. That's against the Patriots. Old Tom Brady people are saying, right? Primetime win versus Bengals, cool. That that's a must-win game. Primetime loss versus Rams. That's a game that that that, that they could have won. But then Patrick Mahomes had the five turnovers, three picks, two fumbles that cost them the game. Essentially, their defense put up a good fight against you know a very good Rams team, and it was also in LA unexpectedly. So th- there's many reasons for what for that loss, but it's still a loss nonetheless. Good teams figure out a way to win. And that's the nerve that, that I'm going to put throughout this whole podcast video episode. And then this Thursday, primetime loss versus Chargers. So they're 2-3 and three in primetime games. You, you know what the playoffs are? What the Super Bowl is? Primetime. All of it's primetime. If they aren't able to win primetime games in the regular season, how can I... And everyone else expect them to win primetime games where the lights are even brighter in the playoffs, when expectations are even higher for them to win. The Chargers were expected to lose this game. They didn't have Ken Allen, Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler. They have injuries scattered all over the board at this point for this game. But good teams find a way to win. Chargers. Let's look at their primetime wins. They're three and zero in primetime. I'm, I'm gonna count the Titans game a primetime win because that's the only game on TV, even though it was in London. So that's counting as primetime. Primetime win versus the Titans. Titans went for a two point conversion, failed. They showed up. Good teams find a way to win. They found a way to beat the Titans. The same Titans that beat the New England Patriots stomped all over them. So they're a very capable team, all right? Primetime win versus Steelers. And yeah, we can go back and forth of, oh, this penalty was just like bad, it cost them a touchdown, whatever. Fact is, Steelers didn't score. They had many opportunities to put the game away. They didn't. They didn't. 
Chargers won that game. They came back. They became the first visiting team to win it in Pittsburgh after trailing by 16 or more points. Before that, Pittsburgh was 174, had had 174 wins and one tie whenever they were beating a team by 16 or more points at their home. Good teams find a way to win. Chargers, prime time win at Kansas City. Much like the game against the, against the Steelers at Pittsburgh. This game at Kansas City. Both games they were down, but they came back. In, in this game, they were the first team since 2016 to convert a two-point attempt down one in the final minute of regulation. That's only happened five times in the last 15 seasons. They were also the first team to come back from a 14-point deficit in the final five minutes of regulation. This is their first time back since they've clinched a playoff berth with, with, with this win today. This is their first time back in the playoffs since 2013. You know who was coaching back then? Mike McCoy. This is the first time in... 1,810 days. Think about it. 8,110 days since the Chargers have been the Chiefs. The Chiefs have won nine of the last match, nine of nine of the last nine matchups between them. The last time the Chargers won against the Chiefs, December 29th, 2013. They won that game 27-24 in overtime in San Diego. Now, this game was not a great offensive performance by Philip Rivers. He had his moments throughout the game. Really, the offensive star was Mike Williams, who made fabulous catches along the sideline, tippy-toeing all over the place. Incredible catches by Mike Williams. But this really spoke more about the Chargers' defense. In this game, they... They allowed the least amount of yards in a game for Kansas City. Second lowest in Can- for, for Kansas City for, for their whole season. So the least amount of total yards for, for a game for Kansas City this whole season. Second lowest for passing. Second lowest for rushing. Third lowest for scoring. Put that all together and you get a win. Now, while there's so much to talk about for the Chiefs, I want to focus more on the Chargers and how they changed their culture to from a losing team to this new team. And, and there's many parts of it. The draft. They got Derwin James this past draft, who's been playing spectacular. They got Joey Bosa a couple drafts ago. Spectacular. He could be a future defensive player of the year for all I know. They've drafted well, and that's the big storyline for them. The uh, draft of 2017, they got Mike Williams. He was injured for that 2017-2018 season. This 2018-2019 season, he's been balling. He's been mossing everyone. He's been doing all these little, like, route running, cutting, sort of just insane. But let me take you back to 2013, the last time the Chargers made the playoffs. That was the first year Mike McCoy was that coach, as as we all know. Mike McCoy was fired two seasons ago from the Chargers, and he's hopping around from team to team, being the coaching, being an offensive coach for the Cardinals as of late. Uh, but 
he really hasn't done anything spectacular. And then he got replaced 2017 to now by Anthony Lynn, who I love as a head coach for the Chargers. Okay, let, okay now let's walk through Mike McCoy's history as the head coach of the Chargers. 2013, 9-7. 2014, same record, 9-7. 2015, 4-12. 2016, 5-11. This team that they had back then with Mike McCoy as the head coach, with Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates, you're telling me that they went 4-12 and 5-11 and in subsequent seasons? That is horrible. And that's the year that he got fired. You bring Anthony Lynn, an ex-football player. Wasn't a crazy football player, but he's making his name as a coach now. 2017, this past season, 9-7. and seven, Should have arguably made the playoffs. Arguably made the playoffs. But the Bills got it because of like all these conference wins or whatever. Even though they beat the Bills when they put Mr. Interception himself, the GOAT, Nathan Peterman at quarterback instead of Tyrod Taylor, which is hilarious. But but that's beside the point. The Chargers should have made the playoffs that season. But they defeated themselves in many games. What ended up happening is the infamous game against the Oakland Raiders that season for us Chargers fans. Where they had the game-winning field goal in their hands. But they missed. Badly. Another game against the Broncos. Game-winning field goal. They had a potential. It got blocked. Their special teams last year and years before have been horrendous and have cost the Chargers games, crucial games, that could have helped them get into the playoffs last year. Now, we see that's the difference this year. This offseason, they, they had a competition between Robert Aguayo and Caleb Sturgis. I was really confident with Caleb Sturgis, Caleb Sturgis going into the year because he, he got the win over Robert Aguirre. I'm glad Robert Aguirre is not with the Chargers. Hope he signs with some other team, has great fortune with some other team. But I was really confident with, with Caleb Sturgis going, going into the season. How did he turn out? He was pathetic. He was horrible. He missed like every single PAT, every single field goal that was within like 30 yards makeable field goals field goals that even decent kickers should make so he's horrible we get someone off the practice squad Michael Badly Badly however we want to say his last name he is 14 of 15 from field goals field goals his only miss is from 50 yards I don't know the exact amount but it's over even 50 yards He's 23 and 24 for extra points. This past week, not against the Chiefs, but the week before that, he kicked a franchise record long 59-yard field goal. 59 yards. Now, for most franchise, now for most fran- franchises, that their franchise records are way beyond that, into the 60s, 63, 64, whatever. But I'll, I'll tell you why this is a big step for, for the Chargers. Because they finally found a consistent kicker. Finally found a consistent kicker that they've been looking for for years now. And I'll tell you, as a Chargers fan, it's amazingly, it, 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 it's amazing the difference you see in the team 
when you see that they have a reliable kicker, a consistent kicker, where you don't stress out every single time that they come up to the plate to kick a freaking PAT. And I think that resonates with the team, where the team is okay for settling for, for field goals instead of, like, thinking, oh, it's fourth and one. The opponent's from your line. Our kicker might not make it. Uh, should we go for it? And then they go for it. They don't convert. Give the ball over to the other team. Don't get any points. Is that is these little nuances within within the special teams unit that give confidence to the Chargers organization and the whole team that helps boost them in little ways. Now the last time, so so I'm gonna turn back to Anthony Lynn. So the last time over, uh, that. So the last time that the Chargers had over 10 wins, and even 11 wins, was in 2009, and they made the playoffs that year, where they had 13 wins. They went 13-3, and three. but then they lost in the first round. But, but that's beside the point, because this is a different team. I want to play a clip of, of, if I can find it, Russell Okung after the game. Yeah, Russell Okung after the game. Here it is. We got no quit in this, baby. Y'all only y'all thought we was done. All y'all thought we was done. All y'all thought we was finished. This Chargers team has rallied behind Anthony Lynn as the head coach. Phillip Rivers as the quarterback. This whole team has rallied behind Anthony Lynn. And has essentially sort of brought back that we will never give up mentality. That mentality that, hey, we're not out of it. We still got tons of fight with fight left in us. And that's seen in this Chiefs game. They were down by 14 points, but they made a miracle comeback in less than five minutes. Against arguably who's probably going to become the MVP. In my opinion, it should be between Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers, but that's beside the point. That's for another day to talk about. They went against the hottest QB right now in the NFL. Held them to, I believe, one passing touchdown. One or two passing touchdowns. Held them to the least amount of total yards that they got for in a, in a game for the whole season. They fought back when they were losing, when they had Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, and Austin Eckler all injured. That's the new mentality of this team. As opposed to years past, where you can tell that it was like, kick or miss. Damn. We lost. And they just gave up. Now if I go back to, and I think this is very important, just hearing Anthony Lynn, the head coach of the Chargers, talk about the team. Talk about that sort of energy that, that, that they want to bring. And I think that a lot of that comes from his motivational, motivational speeches before and after the game. Now I'm going to play the clip of him speaking after the Chargers beat the Steelers, and then after that I'm going to play him speaking um, with, with the Chargers win over the Chiefs. And here's the speech that he gives after the Chargers defeated the Steelers and came back and won. Of course, 
Let me tell you something. He came in halftime. Yes, sir. We're going to go out and put it all on the line. Yes, sir. That was all hard, though. That was all hard. Yeah. Let me tell you something. That's the hardest thing to get in this Okay? When you guys can play for each other like that and play with that type of heart and character. Everybody. Up, man. Go in the one direction. Nobody can stop you. Nobody can stop you. Now, I understand this. We know we got to work together to be a little more consistent and bring it. And not execute people early on, yes, okay? But when you have that type of heart, that type of chemistry amongst one another, yes, nobody can stop you. Don't you ever forget it. Yes, have a job in the third third quarter. You finish three and one. Now, I'm gonna talk about this. This is important for the whole Chargers organization, for that whole Chargers team, in making a run for the Super Bowl in the playoffs, because they have to be resilient. Because they will face adversity in the playoffs. No matter what team they play, they will face adversity. And they have to have the heart to overcome it. I've never seen Mike McCoy, the ex-Chargers coach, do anything like this. Where, where, the, where, where I could feel that the Chargers players rallied behind him, supported him with all their heart. I can never feel that. Now with Anthony Lynn as the head coach, I can feel that that whole team is rallying behind him. Wanting to get better. He, he even said, we got to get more consistent. I like the way that he talks because he says, well, we did things great. You guys showed heart. You guys played great. But we got to be more consistent. We got to play well 24-7 for the whole game. We got a lot more work to do. And that's the Super Bowl champion mindset. The grind isn't over. The grind doesn't stop. And, and, that, and, that, and that's what I want to get uh, to next. Where this is his uh, speech after the Chargers beat the Kansas City Chiefs this Thursday Night Football uh, primetime matchup. Here it is. Now, right there, that's extremely important. Him saying, we're not the same old Chargers. And that's true. They're not the same old Chargers that would choke and blow games. This season, we've seen that they haven't done that. Really, their only blip for this whole season was against the Broncos where they lost. Where they should have won that game. This season, they've been the exact opposite. They've been the they've been the come from behind team, the team that plays in the clutch, plays well in the clutch. We we even see it right here with, with that mentality that Mike McCoy instilled in them, that that even Philip Rivers, when the Chargers scored a touchdown, and and potentially could have tied the game, sent the game to overtime with the PAT. Philip Rivers said, "I was coming off with extra point." and to go to OT and hopefully win the coin toss and Coach Lynn said, hey, let's go win it right now. That shows the mentality of this team. 
We gotta be killers out there. We gotta be the aggressive one. Embrace the grind. That's the motto for the charge right now. Keep working hard, and the results will continue coming in. Coach Anthony Lynn said, after the game, I had a lot of confidence in the players. We were going to go for two the whole time at the end of the game. We didn't come here to tie. We came here to win. That mentality again that Mike McCoy never had. That mentality that we are coming here to win. That nothing's going to stop us. He even said in, in, in the speech, I believe against the, the Steelers, no one can stop us. No one can stop us because they underestimate us. No one can stop us because we are resilient, because we play with heart. That's the mentality that they need to have. That's the mentality that they need to continue to have. Now with the Chiefs. The Chiefs' problem is that there's no evidence saying they're not the same old Chiefs. Yeah, people can, can argue, well, Mahomes is better than Alex Smith. Alex Smith didn't do this with his... Uh, weapons, Patrick Mahomes is doing this, he's putting, M- he's putting up MVP numbers. Need I remind you, that was Alex Smith at his old age playing for, for, for the Chiefs. Near the end of his career, and it's probably going to be the end of his career this season with, with that injury. Uh, prayers up for him, though. But primetime Alex Smith, not primetime, uh, prime Alex Smith. I don't think he's posting the same numbers as Patrick Mahomes is now, but he's posting similar ones. Do I, do I think in the long term, Patrick Mahomes will be better than Alex Smith? Definitely. Definitely. Way better. Way better. He has way more talent, has way more arm power, way more accuracy as well. And he's a lot younger too, so he has tons of time to grow and get better at the game. But I think that right now, with them being 2-3 and three in primetime matchups... Winning against lesser teams and losing against teams that they have the ability to beat and they should beat to be considered serious Super Bowl contenders. It's hard for me to say, look at the Chiefs, they're not the same old Chiefs. Because they do this every single time when it comes to December and January and February as well. They choke. They choke in the playoffs. They're choking right now in the regular season. If they continue this against the Seahawks, and they're losing against the Seahawks, and the Chargers go on to win their next game against the Ravens, guess who has the number one seed? The number one seed. The Chargers do. The Chiefs, after having done all this hard work, thinking that they were so close, will have lost number one seed if they lose another game and the Chargers win another game. That's the big deal right now. And that's the narrative that, that I want to put around this this game. Is that these are not the same old Chargers but there's no evidence saying that these are not the same old Chiefs. In the end, narratives matter and who you beat matters as well as how you beat them how you lose and how you win matters Chiefs lost against the Patriots Mahomes had a spectacular second half but played horrible in that first half didn't throw a pick 
but came pretty close to throwing several. Overthrew tons of players. Primetime loss versus Rams. He completely choked under pressure. That that Rams D-line and linebacking core got to him. The Rams safety core and cornerbacking core is eh. Nothing too crazy. They haven't played too well. Their defense has been sus the whole year. It's been pretty bad. Pretty underwhelming for the whole year. But the fact that they lost to the Rams because of the Rams defense. Because of Patrick Mahomes chucking and hoping and throwing a Hail Mary to a Tyree Kill multiple times in clutch situations and resulting in interceptions cost them the game. This primetime loss versus the Chargers. Patrick Mahomes had plenty of opportunities to put the game away. He just needed a field goal. Just needed a field goal to put the game away. Instead, last possession, all he needed was the first down to end the game. Instead, he took a sack. Couldn't find anyone open. Took a sack. There were several times during that game where, where there should have been a pick. Because he just chucked it up and just prayed that someone caught it. And that's the thing that I feel that the Chiefs need to fix before we can consider them Super, Super Bowl contenders. I need to see Patrick Mahomes win in clutch situations against good teams. Yes, he beat the Broncos. Yes, he beat the Bengals. But are those teams going to make the playoffs? No. No. He lost against the Patriots, Rams, and Chargers in primetime. Are all those three teams going to make the playoffs? Yeah. Yes, they are. And those are the three losses of that whole Chiefs season so far. In prime time, when the lights are bright. Chargers, prime time win against Titans, Steelers, Chiefs. All in away settings. Even though the Chargers lost a home game to the Chiefs because they had to play in London... And so and that was considered their home game. So they essentially lost a home game from like their whole uh, records of home and away games because they didn't get to play at home. They ended up playing in London. They still found a way to win in clutch situations. Their defense showed up. Defense showed up against the Steelers. Offense showed up. Offense showed up against the Chiefs in late-game situations, and so did their defense. Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram collapsed that pocket in clutch situations situations and made sure that Patrick Mahomes was shook and couldn't move and hold on to the ball and took a sack because I believe that Patrick Mahomes is most dangerous much like Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson when he's out of the pocket keep him in the pocket he can't use that arm and he makes mistakes keep that in mind Embrace the grind of the whole season. That's the Chargers motto. And these are not the same old Chargers that, that we've been seeing for multiple seasons. Thank you, and it's G-Truth out.